episode of High on Horror. This is the show where we talk about horror and shit. Uh, welcome, my boys. Co-host Josh. What up, Josh? Yo. Co-host Chris. What up, Chris? Hello. This episode is brought to you by Cropsy. Cropsy. <laughs> Flopsy. Oh, this should have been an Australian movie. Flopsy, Mopsy, and Cropsy. You guys haven't heard of Cropsy before? No, I really. I really oh, I'll not. get into it. I'll get into it. But anyway, let's uh, <laughs> let's talk about spooky shit. You guys do anything spooky lately? Oh, we should announce we're, we're doing <laughs> we're doing the burning today. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I thought we were gonna do that later. Okay, we're doing the. But burning But before we today. get to the movie. You know, one of the spookiest thing uh, I did today was trying to figure out what the what the infrastructure of this episode was. Cropsy <laughs> says hello. We're off the rails on this one, ladies and gentlemen. I, I, yeah, we are. I think I'm the only one that has anything spooky. Which uh, a couple of weeks ago we did a horror video game episode that we're sure that you heard. If not, go check it out. And I talked about zombies ate my neighbors. And I, I downloaded it on my Switch last night. I got it for $4. It was on sale. Is that game fun? Off. It's fucking awesome. And it came with the sequel that I've never played. So Hell yeah. Okay, I, I, did, for I didn't think that I had anything, but when you said that, it did remind me. I downloaded a game called Another Zombie Defense. I think that's what it's called, Another Zombie Defense game. Uh, that game sucks ass. Never download it. <laughs> Never do it. It was like a hundred megabytes on the PlayStation Network, and I was like, "Oh, that seems like something stupid and fun that I can play." No, it wasn't. Don't fucking do it. I should have just paid the money, bought the quarry, and been happy about my decision. So I thought was, you were gonna say that's a hundred megabytes. I'll never get back. <laughs> <laughs> I was very disappointed in it because I love like those tower defense games. Like growing up, I always used to play those, and you know, you throw zombies in the mix, sounds cool. But no, that game sucked ass, <laughs> and I would never play it again. I like, also downloaded a game. Oh I, no! I got is it the same a, one? <laughs> it's called I think it's called Little Horrors, Tiny Horrors, something like that from 2017. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? It's made by the people who made Little Big Planet. No, oh, no. I love Little Big Planet. I didn't know. So it's like a haunted ver, like a horror version of that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just uh, I just downloaded it. Um, I feel like it's Little Horrors, but then all that comes up is Little Shop of Horrors, Little Nightmares, Little Nightmares. That's it, Little Nightmares. I just downloaded that game, and um, it was it's five dollars on the Xbox Store right now, and. Uh, I've been trying to play it since 2017, since the sequel came out. They're like, here, the first one's on discount, five bucks instead of 30. And I'm like, yeah, I'll have that. Thank you. Ooh. <laughs> this looks really cool, actually. Yeah, it got really good reviews. I don't know if it won Game of the Year, but I know it was nominated. Is that on the PS4? It's on everything. PS4, on everything. Switch, Windows, Xbox One, oh, Stadia. No. Don't forget. Don't forget Amazon's platform, the Stadia. Oh, sorry, Google. Never heard of it. <laughs> Never heard of it. Oh, man. It's Google's platform. Um, I'm also seeing, Miles, I don't know if you knew this, they have a prequel, Little, My Little Nightmares 2, that came out in February of 2021. Yeah, I'm getting ads for it all of a sudden. I guess they're trying to be like, hey, did you guys know this game came out? You want to pay full price for it? No? This looks pretty cool, though. I'm, I'm looking at screenshots and stuff right now. 
Little little girl in a yellow raincoat. That's uh, Mad It vibes. That's what they're saying. She's like Georgie. Yeah. I saw some footage of it on TikTok. Somebody was live streaming it, and I was like, well, I always wanted this game, and now here I have it. So we all downloaded horror games this week, guys. This is pretty exciting. (laughs) Hell yeah. At least yours was good. Mine sucked. Never download what I downloaded. (laughs) I'm going to find out the actual name so I can tell our listeners not to fucking download it. Anyways. Please continue. It's called Yet Another Zombie Defense HD. That's what it's called. <laughs> oh, HD. Horrible game. <laughs> Everything's HD now. It's been HD for 10 years. Speaking of things you should never download, we watched The Burning today. <laughs> oh, oh, no. I was going to say, I you guys didn't <laughs> like it. I didn't even, we didn't even talk about this one before we started recording. Like, we, we vaguely... I mean, I was basically live commentating it while I watched it, but... <laughs> Uh, it's fantastic. You people missed gold. I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I'm just saying it's available on YouTube. Don't download it. Oh, yeah. Don't oh, pay for this. Oh, that's a free. good point. That's a very good point. That's honestly one of the biggest draws of this movie, in my opinion. <laughs> I will say. even though, It didn't even have opening or ending credits when I watched it. <laughs> even though it's on YouTube where they censor everything all the time. There's a boob report in here. There so is a couple boob reports. There's multiple oh, boob God. reports to be had here, folks. So uh, that's the preamble of the boob report. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we have our first bush report as well. The the first boobs that you see in this, not to get ahead of myself, but I immediately thought of you, Miles, because I was like, You're we're right. going to have a boob report. <laughs> and secondly, I was like, these boobs are absolutely disgusting. I wish we did not have them. <laughs> we'll get there. So, we'll get there, yeah. folks. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> so I want to throw this out there. Have you guys ever heard of the director of this, What's Tony Maylam? What's his name? Tony Maylam, M A Y L A M. No, no. So I've never heard of anything that he's ever done. Um, so cool, sick. You know who is in this movie that's important? Tom Savini. Tom motherfucking Savini. Also, George Costanza. <laughs> There's a lot of famous now people in this movie. Well, not famous. But yeah, who else besides let's, let's Fisher Stevens from Hackers? He plays Woodstock. I don't think we've put He's enough also the emphasis on the fact that Jason Alexander's in this movie, and at that age, I look exactly fucking like him. Dude, Jason Alexander is probably my favorite character in this entire film. Straight up. Yeah, he's great. Like in this. he honestly I I think I texted you guys in our group chat. I was like we missed out on an entire period of George Costanza as a young man, like in horror movies, because I thought he absolutely killed it. He was by far my favorite part of this, and not just because I was like, George Costanza but legitimately <laughs> I thought he played a really good role. Like even from the very beginning when uh What's the fucking skeezy tall guy's name that gets like framed or whatever for murder later on? You know what I'm talking about? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I was like, no, 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 not the pervy kid. I'm talking about the one who is like, the girl is like, I'm afraid of him. Oh, yeah. His name's like Jimmy or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I know that guy. He's he's someone too. He's a one of those that guys. He's in a bunch of like TV shows. Well, all I can say is when him 
when they were both hamming it up right in the beginning of the movie, I was like, God damn, George Costanza, you're a great that guy. Like, I'm I'm <laughs> here for for the the role you're delivering. So I just had to throw that out there. I really thought he did a good job in this movie. If I had a yes. nickel for every time somebody sent me a picture of this man when he was young and said, <laughs> Is this you? I have like <laughs> four or five nickels like for real is it is a thing people are like i look exactly like the young version of him i was trying to like come up with a comparison picture i just haven't taken any that were the same angle as his goofy ass high school picture but yeah he's like he's got the sideburns he's got the face and he's got the charisma he's just like me no i'm kidding i wish i had the charisma i mean how old is he in this movie he's got to be in his early 20s he's already losing his hair (laughs) It's just the 80s, so he had so much of it that it looked like he had more than he did. The thing I liked about his character in this, not to like go on a total George Costanza, Jason Alexander, like suck your toes situation, but I what? really think... <laughs> yeah, I'm about to suck this man's toes. What, what I'm trying to say is I really liked... like He wasn't the center focus of the film. He was definitely a side character, but like... He played that perfect friend who was like hyping you up without being overly aggressive about hyping you up. You know what I mean? Like, I thought he did a really good job of that. Cause, like, uh, fuck, I can't remember the guy's name. It might have been Jimmy or something. But the guy, like, they're talking about, he's like, yeah, wrap that up. Filet mignon right there, ready, ready to be delivered. Like, take it right out of the store. Like, all that shit. They're talking about some chick. <laughs> And I'm just cracking up because I'm like, I feel like I know people like this, you know, like, I feel like I've met people in high school and college like this guy and he just, he killed it. He killed the role. So anyways, he has some great one liners in this movie as well. Yeah. When they're pushing the canoes and he tells the dude, I told you not to pull your schlong. It, <laughs> it takes away all your energy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, he he has some of the most memorable lines in the movie, and every time he's on the screen, he steals the show. He just oozes yeah. charisma, and uh, I'm not a huge fan of Seinfeld, but I feel like he doesn't have the same kind of command of the screen as he does in this movie. I totally agree. Like I've watched not a ton of Seinfeld, but like enough. Like I probably watched 30, 40 episodes of it, and I would totally agree. I think this is like. If I had seen him playing roles like this more frequently, I would be like, yeah, this guy's a freaking awesome actor. Yeah. He'd be well, playing he's a comedy Modoc guy, right so they now. probably just let him do whatever he wanted to do. Yeah. Like, he probably improvised half of his shit. I don't he's know. fucking I feel awesome. Like if he had, like, reached his potential and not, like, landed in a sitcom, don't get me wrong, that's, a, like, the greatest <laughs> sitcom ever. He can't, like, be mad about it. But if he just continuously was in movies where he wasn't always a comedic actor, he'd be Modoc right now. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, he's he had a couple other things. He's great in Shallow Hal. <laughs> I love that movie. I don't remember. Oh, he he has a tail in that one. That's right. <laughs> yeah, he has a tail. I was gonna say I've only he, seen he, that one. He dumps so. all these hot chicks because he fucking. He finds imperfections in him, and the whole time he's hiding this little tail that wags. <laughs> and he's like, that chick's toe's too big. <laughs> She's a fucking, like, supermodel. Dude, so... The- he's also in Pretty Woman. What was oh. he... What did he do? What was he in Pretty Woman? He's like Richard Gere's lawyer or something. Uh. 
So I'm looking up Fisher Stevens because I was like, okay, Woodstock. Hackers. Who the fuck? <laughs> okay, besides Hackers, because I've actually, I don't think I've ever seen that movie. That had Angelina Jolie in it? Yeah, she gets her yeah. boobies out, and that's. And Matthew Lillard. The boob report. <laughs> okay, I've never seen this movie, so I'll have to check that out, Hackers. Um, it's, it does not hold no. up. <laughs> and it wasn't a great movie. And hence, the credits are rolling, and there's a scene where they just go skinny dipping at the end. There's no reason for it, and it's just like boobs and dicks. All right, oh, cool. Oh, there's a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds amazing. Bound up. <laughs> so I'm seeing, though, recently in. 2010 he did a documentary called the cove which is about oh. dolphins <laughs> did he like narrate it it's about dolphin hunting in japan oh. <laughs> i don't know i don't know i'm gonna find out if he narrated it maybe if i would imagine he did i don't think he was swimming in it um, <laughs> his biggest movies were short both the short circuit movies have you seen i have you know, short circuit johnny five i have i have so is he he does brown face and plays an indian guy oh what no. the fuck <laughs> yeah woodstock it seemed fine at the time both but, of them well he didn't really look at him he's pretty tan to begin with woodstock let's get into this movie guys my first note is what's in the box <laughs> yeah yeah i thought it was gonna be a birthday cake <laughs> oh it's harvey weinstein too we didn't talk about that harvey weinstein produced yeah, this movie. scariest part of the movie it's harvey <laughs> it's terrified man when i saw him in the credits anyway guys what's in the box uh yeah these these group of campers sneak into a a kind of already disfigured <laughs> handyman of the of the campground that they don't like and they put a put a gross decaying skull in there with candles in his eyeballs so i wanted to know what were they insinuating that he had done and been getting away with is this guy like a child know. rapist like what the yeah, fuck is, this is going Cougar on situation? okay so i guess we'll get into it now cropsy is an actual urban legend in uh new york state Oh, Cropsy. Cropsy is like real deal. Like, this is an urban legend. I watched a whole documentary about Cropsy. And, like, push comes to shove, what Cropsy actually was was in the, I think, 60s and 70s. There were a lot of insane asylums that were just, like, not okay to put people in. Like, they were horrible, horrible situations. So the government was like, nope, no more insane asylums there for a while. So they just opened the doors and let everybody out. And this one dude decided it would be a cool idea, since he was out of the insane asylum, to kidnap, rape, and murder children. And uh, that became this big urban legend of Cropsy. So they kind of, like, took some of that and they just, like, eyedropper sprinkled a little bit of that into this movie and then made up their own lore on top of it. But I think that's where the beginning of this came from, is that he was, like, diddling children and that's why they were like they had a problem with him but then they lit him on fucking fire well they they did he kind of lit to. himself on fire this is true <laughs> like, like he they just meant to scare him which it's like what's the point of just scaring a pedophile like fucking the better thing would be if they purposely set him on fire he had a pig he'll nose never no do reason. this again he's yeah. terrified <laughs> yeah, so Cropsy gets set on fire because he lives in a shack full of gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> there are lanterns. Also, there were those reels of wire that you used to blow up TNT. 
I'm not making that up. <laughs> he lives in the most flammable cabin on earth and also is the caretaker at a summer camp. <laughs> oh, Cropsy. Oh, you, Cropsy. You scamp. So Cropsy goes to a burn ward for five years. And then they just let him go. Hold on. Before we get there, my favorite character in this movie is a black gentleman. The nurse. The nurse who's just like, can you believe how burned this dude is in the burn unit? He cooked like a Big Mac. He looks like a Big Mac. You'll never forget how fucking burned this dude is like come with me talking to like a 45 year old doctor act, they're acting like he's like a brand new med yeah. student or something. Yeah. that doctor is older than i could ever hope to be in starting anything new in my life <laughs> do you want to see something so burned that you can't even handle how burned it is and this is literally sees- talking to the guy who's 20 years a senior minimum yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you gotta be a doctor, right? You gotta be able to handle this shit. <laughs> like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. So he drags this doctor in, and the burned person reaches out and grabs him, and he takes zero effort to try and make him let go. He's just like, Ooh! <laughs> like fucking Hank Hill, just yeah. grabbed and just freezes in place, and that's what happens to him. That's the epitome of one of those situations. Just like, oh my god, this smells terrible. Come here, hey, come here and smell this. It smells so bad. You gotta come smell it. It's like I don't want to. Yeah, no, you gotta come smell this thing. <laughs> Great effects on the burnt arm too. Like we said, Tom Savini on this movie. He turned down Friday the Thirteenth Part Two to do this movie. Really? That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Which is weird, like you turned down a sequel to a summer camp movie to do another summer camp movie. Okay, question before we get deeper into this. What do you like better, Friday the 13th Part 2 or this? Friday the 13th Part 2 <laughs> is way better than this. What do you think, Miles? I think I'm, I'm kind of on the fence on it. Part li- 2, where he doesn't even have his, his hockey mask yet, and he's just wearing a bag and he's killing people I do, with a pitchfork? Yeah, I love yeah, I, I love baghead. Jason, but I don't know. I, I I feel like all the characters in this are much more relatable than any of the Friday the Thirteenth movies. And they're dynamic. The Garden shears are just bad weapons, though. It's a bad weapon of choice. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like Slumber Party Massacre is a pretty dope slasher movie, but the main, his main weapon is a drill, and it's like. No, that's not a good weapon to have on screen. You're always like, "How the fu- what's it plugged into?" <laughs> <laughs> like, was he running an extension cord? He's chasing someone around a gymnasium. <laughs> it's the same with this. Like, they're not they're not like easy to get into onto somebody. <laughs> two prongs you're working with. Like, switch it up at least if you if you want to use one, do it for one kill, and then give him another fucking garden tool. This could have been the garden cool massacre that we wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Garden Tool Massacre from fucking the bomb, yeah. Um, my thing is, modern horror movies, what they do right is they get you invested in the characters before they massacre them. And I do think that this does it better than Friday the 13th. Like like we said, we really like Jason Alexander. We get the dynamic between Alfred and the fucking bully dude. And we get just like the camp counselors and all their drama. The one camp counselor was the creep when he was a uh, student or whatever. He was a camper 
and then he like feels for the creep and stuff like you get all the dynamics of these characters before they end up in a, a like urgent deadly situation so, with a body bag. Yeah, but the problem with that is that there is like twelve people alive at the end of this movie. <laughs> it's true, and nobody dies for half of the fucking film. That's true. <laughs> you had That's plenty true. of fucking cannon fodder. Like <laughs> he should have been picking off motherfuckers left and right. There's literally a boat full of people <laughs> that make it to shore. <laughs> so, aside from the other two guys that live and the girl, this isn't a final girl situation. This is a pretty much everybody but like four people live so question for you and and this is kind of backtracking for a second but do you think that like is there a time period where these slasher films had a like weapon specific like a killer specific weapon and now we've moved into the killer uses whatever is at hand and then obviously has a preference or do you think it's always been that way like what do you guys think like well, this was after like you already had Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you already had Halloween with the butcher's knife, and this is the same year as Jason, which he has a pitchfork in that movie. So I think they yeah, this is around that time, and there were a whole bunch of other movies around this level yeah that came out around this time. Yeah, well, so like my question is like obviously Jason's primary weapon is a machete, but he doesn't get that until. Three, you know, nine. yeah, like three or four, and we look at like let's jump forward, you know, ten, fifteen years to scream. That's the knife, just a straight up knife, uh, Michael Myers knife. We've got Leatherface with the chainsaw. Obviously, these iconic killers have their specific weapons, but like, do you think this is during the period of time where the killer? I think in this movie he does use the the garden trimmers through the majority of it. Um, but like, I'm just wondering like more generally about like the, the horror and slasher genre at that time. What do you guys think? Like, do you think it was more weapon specific or do you think it was more convenience based? I think it's a style. It's a style of movies we no longer get, which is like the unique weapon to the unique character in the unique setting. And it may be a generic setting, but every camp is a little different like we're gonna see and i don't know if it came out last week or next week sleepaway camp there's like bows and arrows and stuff we got like canoes and all that good shit and like everyone is a little different this one seems to be their main thing is they build rafts for some reason and uh like i don't know the killer specific stuff it's still in a style like you get the zoom-ins of characters like holding items that will be useful later in the movie that we don't really or get. environmental kills yeah environmental yeah. kills we don't get that that's anymore. how he could have picked off the other half of these people were choking them out with a branch or fucking impaling them on a tree or something like this that. is true i think they used up all their budget to have cool Thompson makeup Mini effects shit. for that yeah. so they didn't have a budget to do any other kills yeah, I, I I just I find it fascinating, you know, like I don't think that the the garden trimmers are not like directly associated with this movie, even though you like it is on the cover and that is the majority of his kills. When I think about the killer, I think that's all his kills. I don't think he kills. I, the only other weapon he uses is the blowtorch, and he doesn't kill anybody with it. The flamethrower, wasted opportunity. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. 
How are you going to call the movie The Burning and not burn someone alive? Yep. Because he gets burned so I was going to say, even he was like, that's too fucked up. I would never do that to someone. (laughs) Let me turn this off. What have I become? It's like if Batman used a gun. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. Anyways, back to to the story. I just had to ask, though, because it's like it is kind of fascinating. Like when you think about it. I mean, I don't necessarily think there's like a style preset for all these slasher films, but like some of them do have like weapon specific kills every single time. Right. Well, it's a certain, it's a feel like it's the, the t- type of film that these productions could afford. Cause you had different, when you actually used film and everything wasn't digital, you had different like qualities of film, but the better the quality, the more expensive it was. So just to run and make a two-hour movie takes a lot of fucking film because you have takes and everything. So, like, this quality of film just isn't, like, you can't do that now. And it, it, the shittiest digital looks better than this. Yeah. Right. So, like, you can't make a movie look like this. And, like, the sounds does a lot. Like, the, the music in this is really cool. I think it's really good for a horror movie, Agreed. especially of the time. Agreed. A hundred percent. I think that's one of the strongest parts of this entire film is is the music. The production like, in general, like the camera work is excellent in this movie. You don't even see this quality in a lot of modern movies because yeah. these are all like film students. These people are like, this is what I want to do with my life. And they're like, here's a B movie script. And they're like, we'll make this shit fucking work. And they do. And it's really like obvious that the people who did this were professionals. It's like the guy from X. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, pretty much. It's yeah. like honestly, if you gotta fuck my girlfriend to make this film, let's do it. He did not. Well, say I think that that's why movie. X was so good too, <laughs> is because like that's what you have to do if you want to make a modern slasher is you have to set it in the seventies or eighties. Yeah, and make it grainier and a little bit like X was. X seemed like it was yeah. a lower budget for today's standards, and like it takes out the shitty element that you can't set one in today's time is it takes away cell phones. Mm. Yeah. You can't have any of these slasher movies where everyone's got a cell phone. They could call the fucking cops right away. This movie definitely could be solved by any cell phone, let alone multiple cell phones. Yeah. yeah. I did find it weird. Well, we'll give it a little, there isn't much of a story here. That's why we're just kind of overly talking about the film. The, the brief story is there's a new summer camp, a completely different summer camp. So, what is his name? Croxy? Cropsy. Crosby? Yeah, Crosby. <laughs> Billy? <laughs> Cropsy is going here and killing people for really no reason, because it's not really related. They kind of say that Todd is related. I was going to say, so Todd was one of the kids who lit, lit but them. But that didn't look anything like Todd. I know. Well, yeah, that's what I kept wondering the whole time. He was like, I did something bad when he's talking. I thought his name was Alfonso. Apparently his name's Alfred, whatever. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, okay. So he was like part of that prank that lit Cropsy on fire in the beginning. Like, I just assumed that because he like kept talking about his dark checkered past. And I'm like, Todd, yeah. let's be honest. You're you're fucking the hottest person at the camp. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, the pro- we, the reason we couldn't tell is because it's a completely different actor. <laughs> a and B, they don't tell you this until literally the last three minutes of the movie. 
Todd goes. And they don't even tell you. They just show you flashbacks, and you kind of have to put it together yourself. Todd goes, oh, no. My my fucking personal demise. I have to have sex with the hottest woman at this entire camp and also run everything and have my shirt half unbuttoned the entire time and have great hair. Poor me. It sounds like your life, Chris. Meanwhile, Cropsy is like, I was burned in a burn unit for five years, and I got out, and I started murdering every person I could kill. Like, <laughs> I'm on Cropsy's team kill this them. whole movie. I really am. Like, Cropsy kills the people who are doing the sins, as all the horror movies do. But also, he's like, fuck Todd. <laughs> Wait. Okay, he's... Th- Cropsy's killing the people who do the sins. What about... All right, we're getting into the first boob report right here. First kill from Cropsy, lady who is, I'm just going to be honest, not not good looking at all. Prostitutia. She was a prostitute. Cropsy ain't got no money. He's getting low-level skanksy. I was very unenthused about what was happening on screen when I was like, why? Why am I seeing this? She looked (laughs) like... She had worked in a diner on her feet for 50 years. And this was her first interaction with a man. And I was just like, oh, God, these two. Like, you've got a burn victim who's been in a hospital ward for five years. And you got this diner, (laughs) diner mama, 50 years on her feet in high heels. She had game for a lady who wasn't attractive. She was like, do you want to come inside? Because I want you to come inside. And he just walks up the stairs like uh, it's how did the situation even come about? Like there's zero context and she's just like, oh, no. And he's like, scissors, bitch. Yeah. He also can't talk. So like, yeah, Yeah. how did he, you know, his ass wasn't solicited her. He wasn't like, hey, can I have a prostitute right now, please? Like raising his hand. Like, you know what? You know what happened was burned over 90 percent of my butt. (laughs) He was sitting in a diner and she walked up and she's like, I've been working here for 55 years. Do you want to come upstairs (laughs) with me and fuck me? And he's like, says nothing. That's how he got inside. Like, (laughs) he just sat there silently. Coffee or 55 year old pussy. (laughs) Like literally though, I I I missed that she was a prostitute because like to be honest, I was working while I was watching this. So I just looked up and he was in her apartment or whatever I guess her home, and I was just like, okay, interesting. Like Cropsy's like burn victim is in her house now, and then five minutes later, he's like coming in, and not in the way that she expected, (laughs) and that's the boob report. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So that that scene, I thought she was of no fault. I thought Cropsy was just getting getting his pee pee tut, but apparently, <laughs> no. She was sinning, and she deserved to be punished. So <laughs> then he threw her out a window after stabbing her with a pair of scissors. <laughs> Dude, the stab scene was gnar- Like it was pretty good. The- it's the, the practical it made me effects grab myself good. a lot. <laughs> like ah. the practical effects look good, but it was so funny when she's like, "No, stop it, stop, stop it, stop!" <laughs> it's like he's not gonna stop. Just die already. Are calling the cops. I was Any, like, just die already. Like, even like self defense classes are bullshit. But even just one, 
for any of the characters. <laughs> like they're all just like no 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 no. Stop it! I don't like that. I don't means no, Mister. As he fucking stabs up under her ribs into her heart, she's like, "Stop it, please stop! You're killing me. You're bleeding out." You are bleeding out. Cropsy has already claimed your heart. You're done. <laughs> Sit down. Your soul is mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anyways, that was my that was my perspective off that first kill. Which I was like, okay, we're we're in for a good treat here. But then we get like one of the best scenes in movie history, which is a bunch of half naked chicks playing baseball. That was great. <laughs> I enjoyed the fuck out of that. They, they get, yeah, that, that's when that we get that scene of the guys all being like, look at that prime beef. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can get that. Literally zooming uh, in weird... on Daisy Dukes and shit. Like, look at this fucking crease. Like, ugh. <laughs> there was a lot of weird masculinity, I guess, is the term in this movie of like, they were just pretty much going to take these women. <laughs> And then, and then we're like, what do you mean, no? Masculinity in the 80s is, like, very borderline homoerotic at that point. like And rapey. Absolutely oh, both. rapey. Both. Yeah, like we said, Harvey Weinstein produces this <laughs> Well, it's like, like... You know what the people want to see. It's one of those things where it's just like, oh, yeah, let me get in there in that tight meat. And it's like, that can be taken, <laughs> you know... Five ways till Sunday. I want my know? baby back, baby back, baby back. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely something. It's definitely something. I I will say that the the female perspective of this movie is also hilarious. <laughs> where you have the chick. I I swear to God, I'm gonna have to remember his name. But the one. The one like taller brown haired guy, not the bully, not Todd, but the other one that eventually gets killed on the raft. And he the girl's like, I'm scared of him. And the other chick's like, the, And then she still goes and bays alone yeah, with him for no She's reason. like, Don't fucking date this guy. Like, you don't have to be with him if you're terrified of him. She's like, he scares me. It's like, all right. Yeah. Can I come back if this dude gives gets too aggressive with me can i come back to the mainland <laughs> from our camping trip and and be safe and they were like yeah sure and, and then she's like all right let's go for our alone walk in the woods together here's my full frontal scene which is extremely a big deal in the 70s and 80s here's my bush i hope you enjoy it what do you mean you want to have sex with me like what the fuck is going on here <laughs> Dude. That was that's what I mean though. Like Bush she was, like, she finally was like, No more. I don't want to have sex with you. <laughs> he slaps the water right by her and goes, Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> and that's the Bush report. I'm still like <laughs> There's a lot of antics of camp that do not matter except for we need to know that Jason Alexander is charismatic as fuck. Yeah, we got that canoe montage. Yep. <laughs> um, and we get some legit, probably the only campfire story scenes that are actually well told in movies. 
What do you guys think? Yeah. Uh, I always hate when they get a little rhymey. Yeah. <laughs> it gets a little rhymey at the end. It gets a little uh, kind of like the Freddy Krueger song, which that fits Freddy Krueger. It doesn't fit a, a campfire story. I love a good rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is like, man, this guy's got mad flow. <laughs> I just had some random takeaways that I realized I had not not commented on. Can we talk about the fact that uh, when the when Cropsey falls down the hill in the beginning of this film, it's very much like Hot Rod in that dance <laughs> fighting scene for like twenty minutes of falling. I was like, holy shit! How is how did this actor not get injured? Because you know his ass didn't have like proper stuntman shit. He's just falling down a hill like it's on just some fire. guy. Fucking yeah, they just <laughs> shit like in black <laughs> black sheep. He just keeps going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to disrupt our flow, but I was just like kind of thinking back to it, and it's like, yeah, that's something I definitely need to talk about. Um, yeah, that shit was that was wild. Um, but yeah, like back to the campfire thing for a second. Um, I mean, I I thought it was fine. It didn't come off as like overly corny, which was appreciated because like, I don't know, like this and sleepaway camp, I think did a good job of making it feel like you're actually at camp. Like you got Alfonso, AKA Alfred getting bullied. <laughs> like, like in, you know, like I, I felt like the camp felt very real, you know, like, what did you guys think? Like, yeah, did this seem like a realistic summer camp? Cause I thought it did. Like everybody's trying to fuck and the counselors are fucking, but secretly, like I thought, I thought in this film, they did a good job. Like it wasn't just the counselors were like steady out there, just pounding wood and everybody knew about it. Like <laughs> yeah. they kind of kept it on the down low Todd and whatever the chick that he was with, like they like kind of <laughs> were at odds in public, but then we're like, Oh, let me like, Oh yeah. Let me, let me get in there. Pounding wood. <laughs> he said, yeah, just fucking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've never been to camp, but I saw the movie heavyweights. I know how it goes, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Chris, you're the only person among us who's been to camp, I think, right? Josh, you've never been to camp. I went to like a weekend camp once, but other than that, no. The to, longest like... one I ever went to was a week. Oh, okay. And they I... were trying to get after it. Everybody was trying to fuck. I went to church <laughs> camp once church camp once and I am not a religious man. I literally just went and I got into a fight while I was there and they gave us free hot dogs. That's all I remember. So oh, I got in a fight too. Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, this was this was also a church camp. Church camp ain't a immunity from trying to fuck. I did one of those pushes where you just get up under them right enough to where it takes them way up off their feet, mm. like they're uh. in slow motion. It was fucking fantastic. Football tackle. <laughs> so was and then he given... died, and that was the beginning of the burning part two. <laughs> yeah. I killed a man. Chris it wasn't summer camp. It was juvie, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 yeah so there's a lot of camp bullshit in this movie and then we get the girl who's like i don't want to be another statistic here's my vagina and um, <laughs> then she gets killed by cropsy cropsy gets her and her clothes are scattered through the woods so you get to see her vagina a lot longer then you get to see her boobs a lot longer um our, earlier we didn't mention alfonso's creeping on this chick whose boobies are out i'm not convinced she was 18 
I'm not convinced. I feel like she was a teenager. And Is that was, the one from the shower? Yeah, the shower scene. Oh, she's very attractive. And, of course, she's with, the like, arguably the most Forrest Gump person in the entire group. <laughs> and that's a euphemism, people out there. This guy's got an IQ of, like, four. <laughs> and a stupid name. What is his name? Blazer. Glazer. Glazer. Blazer, laser, taser, and glazer. <laughs> yeah, no. That guy, honestly, one of my favorite scenes in the entire movie was uh, when so Alfred or Alfonso got like thrown into the water and he can't swim, which was very reminiscent of Friday the thirteenth, <laughs> like very Jason esque. And so, like, the, the squad of misfits, the lovable misfits, including Jason Alexander and Woodstock, pull him out. <laughs> and they're posted up on this dock. And meanwhile, Glazer goes up and he's hitting on all these women who are posted up on the floating dock further out. He's like, you ladies all look like mermaids. And I'm like, oh, man, wow. My pussy just got so dry when you said that, dude. And dude, uh, you should you should edit in right now the three commands or the four commands. Sorry, it was four commands. Like what was it? It was like uh, ready, aim, fire, and run. And run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that Woodstock. Uh, like they they like squatted up with him and like really were like okay you're not you know you're you're not alone anymore which i thought was like a good message and i felt like it was yeah. very real of summer camp you know like you eventually do find your squad but i thought that was such a funny scene where they shot him and he's just fucking melting down and then all the girls are just cackling it's like <laughs> well you just had the worst day of your life right there glazer <laughs> woodstock who's played by fisher steven is so scrawny in this movie but he went on to he was engaged to Michelle Pfeiffer when she was at her absolute hottest like Catwoman level. Wow! And he was tapping that ass I'm like, God damn, anybody can get anywhere, bro. <laughs> this crazy world. Yeah, that's a message for you peeps out there. Don't never Woodstock got Catwoman. <laughs> yeah, don't never tell yourself you can't. <laughs> Impossible is nothing. Kevin Garnett, <laughs> anything is possible. Anyways, um, but yeah, so I, I really love that scene though. Like I, I liked the, all of like the misfits coming together to, to fight back against the bully again. Like it had, um, and, and you can see obviously these movies are later, but like the remake of the it with the rock fight, like it kind of reminded me of that scene. There's always like a leader <laughs> of the nerds who could be not a nerd. You know what I mean? Like, he could fit in as, like, a low-ranking cool kid, or he could be the leader of the nerds. And as a nerd, I've definitely experienced that. Sometimes it's me, sometimes it's cooler people than me. And I don't know, it strikes me as a very real dynamic in movies that you don't always see portrayed well. And I think, like, Jason Alexander is the cool loser. Like, he absolutely belongs with the other characters, but he's the boss of the cool people and he's like let's shoot this dude in the ass with a fucking beat <laughs> i know it'll blow out a windshield of a car let's hit him right in the cheeks <laughs> i totally agree it's like uh like same dynamic is like 
really, really attractive girl that like downplays herself and thinks that she's not that attractive. So she hangs out with nerds, but is a cool person. She's all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Or like <laughs> Millie from fucking, uh, what is it? Freaky. Freaky. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Like it's just, it hits too close to home. I totally get it. Really well done in this movie. I think. Because Jason Alexander is so charismatic, he makes my dick hard. So, like, he's, he's <laughs> fucking killing it right now. Maybe it's because he looks like me and we all love ourselves that much. But I don't know. I really No, Miles, I'm character. with you. I'm, I'm 100% with you. The whole movie, I was like, I fucking love this guy. Like, this guy, like, if I ran into him in real life, he would be the guy that I'd be shooting the shit with privately. I'd be like... You see that prime rib over there? <laughs> <laughs> He's the guy at the end of the bar that it was like, oh shit, I'm really glad I randomly approached that guy. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, so then the killing finally starts. How far are we into the movie? Like an hour? 48 minutes. <laughs> um, yeah, there's been, there's been, what, two kills up to this point? Yeah, we got... There's been one kill. One Prostitutia got stabbed in the fucking collarbone. Then there's some lurking with a, a camera lens that had Vaseline around the edges. <laughs> That's a, that, that was Cropsy vision. Oh yeah. So what is what? I meant to ask you guys. What exactly is that? Is that like? Does he have like bandages on his face? Is his eye melted? Like what? Yeah, he's just melted. So he can only see out of one eye. Yeah, I guess that's the implication. That's why he's got fuzzy vision. He got real hot one time, and now he can't see so good. <laughs> Just be very, very quiet and very still. Cropsy can't see you. Cropsy can't see They react to movement. <laughs> Everyone, stay still. Cropsy can't see you. He hunts with vision. He legit stalks the fuck out of characters in this movie, and you're like, oh, he's coming to get him. He's coming to get him. It's zooming in on that person's ass. He's going to fucking get him with those uh, those shears. Nope. He's just not behind them all of a sudden. Can we talk about my favorite scene? I would love it if we did. Is the boat scene? Glazer pounding out. Cute blonde girl who... Two palm chunk. Alfredo was uh, spying on in the showers. <laughs> So yeah, now even I want to call him Alfonso. His name's Alfonso. <laughs> so Glazer finally scoops her away, takes her to the darkness, takes her into the forest. And he's like, I got you. I got you, baby. Trust me. Trust me. I'm about to make your dreams come true. And she's like, okay. All right. I guess so. Like if you, th if you really, <laughs> if you, you know, all right. Conversation I've had many times. <laughs> He's like, don't worry. Every single part of this experience is going to be amazing. I got you. I got you. No worries. And guess what happens? He's like, I'll be gentle. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. Be gentle turns into I'm done. Turns into I'll get you next time. <laughs> and then she roasts the fuck out of him. <laughs> yeah. She is. Fucking firing squad. She fucking. What's his name? Glazer. Grimsy? <laughs> no, the bad guy. Oh, Cropsy. <laughs> Cropsy. Yeah, she Cropsies his ass. Cropsy's <laughs> out in the woods snickering, trying to hold his shit in. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then, like, she's like, he's like, I guess you want to go back now because I came inside you after three pumps. And she's like. <laughs> he's like, I definitely turned down those rubbers in that scene. That There wasn't enough lubrication on them. <laughs> Only the best or nothing at all. And she goes, she goes, no, it's okay. I want to stay here. And he's like, you mean it? Like, he's, like, so lit up. He's like, oh, my God, you don't want to just run away from me after my terrible <laughs> sexual Chris, performance? But Fuck Chris yeah. is being a better actor at this moment than that guy <laughs> could ever wish to be. He <laughs> goes, like, you mean it? <laughs> you really want that? You mean you likes it? <laughs> I can make us a fire. I'll make you real happy, black. <laughs> So then he goes, He's she's like, you know what? Honestly, whatever makes you happy, Glazer, go get some matches and burn yourself alive. That's all good. He comes back. She's been murdered the fuck to death. Um, what, what he, how does he actually get her? He comes up to her while she's laying. He's like in the, oh yeah, her. Yeah. yeah. She's like sitting up and he comes up behind her. Oh, surprise. They like wrestle. <laughs> I was just going to say, honestly, you deserve it for having sex with Glazer. So, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> Poor choices. Yes. Um, so, I do briefly want to touch on the first time I saw this movie. This is the second time I've watched it. And I think I was 14 or 15 the first time I saw it. It was on the Monster Movie Network, which was a Dish Network thing. You only had it if you had Dish Network. And it was nonstop horror movies all the time. One commercial between each movies, and that was it. And I I remember, like, the one thing I remember about this movie is Jason Alexander presented a dude with non-lubricated condoms, and the dude goes, no, I asked for lubricated condoms, I'm not paying for these, because dry condoms will rip your, rip your dick up. And forever I was like, I need to make sure I get wet condoms. That's what I need. I need a wet condom. I don't think they make them not wet anymore, but it. I had one. I got one once, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" That's for your finger when you cut your finger. No, <laughs> it's much bigger than that. <laughs> That's literally when you were like, "Let's watch this movie." I remember that. I remember the chick who gets into the lake with her her bush out. That was it. I'm about, that... I'm about to go to the gas station. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Can I get the driest condom you offer? <laughs> <laughs> I would like my skin to be ripped up after some friction. <laughs> my friends tell me that my dick will be ripped in half if I wear this. Can you please afford me three? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, Drops quick question. I'm looking at 101 Creepy Creature Jokes by R.L. Stein. Here's the question. What does a ghost favorite? What is a ghost favorite game show? Squeal of Fortune. Mm. That's it. That's all I had to say. I hope you enjoyed that. Anyway. Like <laughs> <laughs> just to just to kind of wrap up that last kill. Um I do think it's very funny that Homeboy gets to like the chick that Glazer is having sex with has the least fulfilling, saddest evening of her life. And is murdered in the woods by herself while Glazer's stupid ass runs to go get matches 
to start a fire for her to not be that disappointed by his sexual performance comes back and she has been murdered. I do think that entirety of that whole subplot is fucking hilarious. Like she's the one who didn't deserve it. Everyone else. Deserves I know it. that's what I'm saying. Like Homegirl was just really, I mean, man, she this got is what she gets for showing her titties on screen. I know she got fucked in more ways than one. So, um, <laughs> But yeah, I just I had to throw that out there because then his, but that leads us to our next kill. Glazer comes back, and Glazer's not a light dude. That dude's got some bulk on him. He does. And Cropsy throws that motherfucker around like he's a piece of toilet paper. <laughs> and one of the things that I said to the guys here when before we start recording was. Is he repping out? What is he benching in that fucking hospital burn ward? He's out here. He's on that fucking Michael Myers training. Regiment. I was going to say, was he curling his fucking uh, like heart rate monitors and shit? Like he's grabbing everyone by the wrist. Everyone who's like, look at how fucked up this guy is. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. I got yeah. you. But man, he's got fucking biceps for days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At no point in time when he was not burned, was he ever that strong? He's just a caretaker. He's just a normal guy. We don't know. We never saw him doing anything athletic. He's like, I they got a just pig, had... pig nose and some rips, motherfucker. That's all I got. He should have had one scene where he was just fucking nailing, like hammering nails in, in the camp. Just like nailing fence posts in. Just like, Jesus. He's an absolute behemoth. He's nailing in fence posts. Ripping logs in hand. He's like, you know what I wish I didn't see was skulls with worms in them. I sure... My only weakness. I sure do hate premarital sex. Just <laughs> fucking... Doof. God, I hate it. <laughs> Anyways. And raps. You know what would really ruin my day? Being set on fire. <laughs> Keep your homemade rafts out of this. <laughs> the only thing that would keep me from murdering somebody is if they had a non-lubricated condom. <laughs> I only have a soft spot for perverts. <laughs> the drier, the that better. That is like the most f- fucked up. The end of this movie, a man who has committed like what manslaughter, basically. Attempted manslaughter of pork Robsy here goes and saves a pervert and they're looked at as the heroes of this film i'm on Cropsy's team i'm telling you give me a pair of garden shears i'm on your team you hold the flamethrower i got the shears let's do this oh we're gonna make a sequel cult of Cropsy. (laughs) (laughs) okay wait so we do have to talk about probably the most impactful scene in the movie right the the raft the the raft. Raft. <laughs> this is definitely the John Wick fucking, uh, what was that that movie? The second episode we did with Kakoa Shaw. Malignant. Oh, malignant. <laughs> this is the John Wick malignant scene of this movie. Dude. Okay. They, they make a makeshift raft and they send a select group of people back, including Woodstock. And, uh,. They find one of their canoes, because their canoes have gone missing, but they find one of their canoes, and they paddle up to it. And Cropsy's in that motherfucker. I was expecting it to be a dead body, 
But Cropsy lunges up and kills like eight people. Dude. He doesn't fuck around. He's like, that you know scene... what I hate? Unkept fucking hedges. And all of you are hedges. Dude, that scene <laughs> was actually probably the most surprising scene of the whole movie. It was it was it was not a sleepaway camp. Angela turns into Arnold or whatever the fuck his name was, <laughs> but it was definitely very surprising. Eat shit and live, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking with Trent about that today. <laughs> I was like, that is the best clapback of any movie that I've ever seen. <laughs> He's like, I didn't like Sleepaway Camp. And I'm like, nah, that movie is great because of that one line. I don't yeah, give a shit. It's awesome. Dude, that kid was amazing. What's that kid's name? Do you remember? Uh, I, I don't know. remember either, but he should definitely be one of our like minor deities of this show. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like that, that scene, I felt like uh, the gore was really good and... Like, it was just, like, very shocking. Like, especially having yeah. been this... This was my first time seeing this movie. I had no idea what the fuck was going to happen in this movie. Like, when I looked this movie up, all I saw was... This movie feels very much like a Friday the 13th ripoff. And I... I mean, I kind of liked it better than... I definitely liked it better than the first Friday the 13th. Blasphemy. You, Ricky Thomas. Okay, Josh. Ricky Josh, Thomas you gotta say. his name. Sorry. Josh, you got to say this. It's definitely a better slasher than the first Friday the 13th because the villain isn't the, the, the yeah, old Yeah, the woman. second half of it is. Yeah. The first half, there's nothing happening, which is too boring. That's fair. It's it's not well-paced. I prefer you the You have to shears. be well-paced. You got to spread your kills out. This is true. The, it, the pacing of that movie is better, but I, I prefer the shears over the pitchfork. Am I wrong? Am I a wrong person for thinking the more dynamic weapon is a better weapon? Well, I think Tom Zavini just comes up with more clever kills. That's true. Because he fucking slashes a girl's skull open <laughs> with those fucking shears. He does, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's Cut, talk about... Cuts poor Woodstock fingers off. So, yeah. That scene in itself, I feel like, has the most brutality of this entire movie. Am I wrong? I mean, I guess he did get her under the ribs, like on the on the prostitute. <laughs> prostitute. Yeah, all the deaths are pretty pretty gory and, and good, but there's just not enough of them. Yeah, they spent you definitely all the tell money on the kills, and they didn't have that much money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was cool. Believe it or not, though, I actually was kind of cool with the story, like for what it was. I was happy that they didn't like, you know how this movie would have really blown ass is if it had been like, let's find out like what's happening with Cropsy in the city for 30 yeah. fucking <laughs> minutes. And I would have been like, well, this movie's ass. They shut this so, asylum down. Yeah. yeah. His mental health support is gone. Don't yeah, you need to let it. They were like talking to him like he was a fucking Jedi. Like, <laughs> let go of your fear. <laughs> let go of your hatred. <laughs> But for real uh, though, the second half of this movie does drag ass. As soon as they're like, "Let's build a raft," it's like, like it's not good. Yeah, but then the kills get it going. Yeah. It takes until the the raft kills catch you back in. You get a little bit of a hook, then you get the booby kills, then you get the douchebag kill, and then we fucking spiral out. As what's the main character's name? The asshole guy that. 
lit Cropsy on fire. Todd. Todd. Once Todd is on his little adventure trying to save Alfred, it's like, okay, but did we need all of these cuts of this scene? Like, okay, I'm in the woods. I got a fireman's axe. And now I'm behind this tree. And now I'm behind this tree. Like, we didn't need all that bullshit. Yeah. No, and especially when he enters the whatever that the is. Compound the compound or whatever. Ca- the cave or whatever. Yeah. There was, like, mine carts. Templar, te- Templar fucking, I don't know, whatever the Templar. Dungeons. Dungeons. <laughs> this is a Templar stronghold where we have woodworking equipment. Also, I, I texted the guys. I said, why is there a Jewish hypochondriac trying to stop Glazer <laughs> from... Checks notes starting a flat fire. And that's the that's Alfred or Alfonso or Alfredo. Any any way you want to cut it. I'm like, why is this guy obsessed with scaring people by watching them? Like <laughs> he is actually prepared to be the next murderer. Like they already have the burning part two written out here because this dude is definitely a sociopath. Here's the thing. Yeah, Cropsy's doing the Lord's work. He's taking out the trash. Here's the Honestly. Thing. This is before Pornhub. This is before X videos. This is before X hamster. This is before XNXXX. <laughs> this is the birth of the well known topic of Voyeur. But this motherfucker had access to Penthouse and Playboy. <laughs> they did. already had the magazines in the in the cabins, and this dude is still lurking. And out of all the people who don't die, this fucking dude doesn't die. He <laughs> stabs him in the arm. He gets his fucking arm sliced bad, and he's yeah. still just like, boy, I wish these shears weren't here. <laughs> 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 At least Glazer's dead. Yeah, he smiled while <laughs> Glazer fucking died, and it's like, wait a minute, what are you doing right now? <laughs> yeah, that was that was. Uh, I mean, yeah, I will say. So, like, I know you were saying like you felt like the whole Todd, uh, him running up the hill was like too long. I think if they had used one shot from each of those angles, that actually would have been a really dope like because. I kind of was thinking to myself, like, yeah, it was a little overkill, but also I kind of liked seeing how he was, like, trying to be stealthy all the way up to that location. Now, the mine carts, I'm not going to try to excuse that. I have no idea why there's fucking yeah. mine carts. That scene but. happens twice. He goes through that whole facility, the mine cart comes at him, and then he goes through the whole facility again. <laughs> where the trope of the And old... then fucking mine carts back where it was, like he fucking <laughs> reset a level on a video game. This is where the whole trope of out there in the old mill huh like that's where this all came from but at this point i was like you know what would be great is if there was an episode of riverdale where they remade this entire movie like i feel like (laughs) that's the like some wb bullshit show should have taken the rights to this movie and been like let's make one kick-ass episode of this show among this bullshit, stupid fucking show and make one episode the one that draws people in and it would have been the burning episode. That was my thought while we were like going through the old <laughs> mill slash mine trying to figure out what was going on. I was like, they could remake this and make it a solid one-hour TV show episode. 
Let's see who Cropsy really is. It's old man Cropsy. Yeah, right. <laughs> Scooby Doo's up in this shit. What's the uh, What's the eighties horror movie where they legitimately have like the beginning is like a regurgitation of the last movie, like but like fifteen minutes of it. Is Every that a, fucking Friday. Is that Halloween or is that Friday the Thirteenth? No, yeah, one of the one of the at least one of the Friday the Thirteenth has a really long one, but most of them, like I think two, three, four, all have like the last ten minutes of the last movie. They're just like, <laughs> let it roll. They're like, if you haven't seen the last one, don't even worry about it. Yeah, we'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the beginning of this one. <laughs> but at least those movies, they take up. They do that because they take up right where they left off. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But like um like in modern in modern times obviously very different than the 80s. But like you look at uh Halloween Kills for example, you know, like they're they're not going to be like let's rehash the the last 15 minutes of Halloween 2018. Which I appreciate because it's like yeah. give respect to your viewers. Either the they've Evil seen Dead, it or they haven't. The Evil Dead, the beginning of the second movie is the last like 45 minutes of the movie before. Yeah, yeah, that was like a rights issue, though. They had to like remake it to make the story make sense because they couldn't get the rights. You're talking about Evil movie. Dead too, yeah, yeah, yeah. I struggle to know where Evil Dead One ends and where Evil Dead Two begins. There's be like a, a rapey a, tree involved at some point. Is that? I saw this- a TikTok the other day that was an interview of Bruce Campbell saying, "If you watch watch all of Evil Dead." And then start Evil Dead 2 at this scene, like at this minute mark, and then it's just smooth. keep watching, and it's like one big movie. Of course he oh, knows the cool. exact minutes and seconds of it. He's like, I have just been watching myself for so many years. <laughs> yep. It's kind of... He's invested. Just to get off on a tangent here, it's kind of disappointing that like we never got a modern Evil Dead film with Bruce Campbell. Like in the past twenty years, I like can't it, believe he didn't yeah. do a, ta- a cameo. I can't believe but, it. But like, I feel like putting him in an, in a legitimately scary movie would be, would have been really cool. Like for horror fans in general. Like obviously the show, yes, but the show is not scary. It's more like action comedy horror than it is like actual like being terrifying. Like I've watched a couple episodes of the show. I didn't dislike it. I just was like when I compared it to the, the 2013 evil dead, which was fucking horrifying, like, like scarred me. (laughs) Bruce Campbell is not a good actor. He plays Bruce Campbell in everything after the evil dead. This is my boomstick. Like, (laughs) but God damn it. I love it. (laughs) Okay. Right on. No, no, no. I get what you're saying, Miles. Like, he's, I, I agree with you. Like, I would never be like, oh man, Bruce Campbell should be nominated for an Oscar. What range this man has. Yeah, no, he's, he's silly. He's silly. He's, he's horror, horror campy, but I, I still love him. But, anyways, okay, let's, let's get this movie up. We're pretty yeah, much at the end. Let's get back to the burning. Uh, so. Alfredo doesn't die. He gets pinned. <laughs> he gets pinned, but he gets unpinned. Todd, can we talk about the flamethrower scene? I do want to talk about that for a second. He doesn't use it. Not fucking once. 
He doesn't use it. He has it and he's like, boo, motherfucker. But that's it. He doesn't fucking use it at any point. Yeah, he it's like he won. rethought it. Like he was like, I know this pain. I could never. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that would have been a higher tier of writing than this movie had. Riverdale's got Single it, tear rolls out of his eye. Like, legitimately, if he had like looked down the barrel of that flamethrower and been prepared to burn somebody and just like threw it down, it's like, all right. He's evil, but he's not like that. Like, he's not. He would never do that to somebody else. He screams, I'm not a monster. <laughs> and that would have really tied the whole story together because it's called the burning. And then it's like, no, I will never. I will murder people, but I will never do that to someone else. However, I will, I never will cross turn that on this flamethrower and be like, ooh. <laughs> Piss yourself. Piss yourself. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Like, I really do think that if this movie got a remake, it might be really good. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it could be good. It could be really good. One hour and ten minutes flat. Jessica Alba stars. Jessica Alba. (laughs) And Paul Walker. (laughs) Don't forget Don Rickles. I don't know. Other (laughs) actors who are dead. Jason Alexander reprises his role as a teenager. Okay, wait. I, I have to ask this in all seriousness. Is Jessica Alba dead right now? No. Okay, you scared me. No, she's me. not, but it's become very apparent she doesn't know how to pick good roles. And I said the wrong Jessica. I meant Jessica Biel. She's so hot. Don't even get me started. Alright, recasting this movie right now. Jason Jessica Momoa Biel. is fucking uh, Jason Alexander. <laughs> Jason Momoa <laughs> Jason as Momoa. Jason Alexander. Jessica Biel as um, Todd's girlfriend. Anderson Cooper is. plays the main bad guy, Cropsy. Anderson I, Cooper, the news anchor. Anderson Cooper. <laughs> I want Seth Rogen as Cropsy. You think as it might be a better call? <laughs> He's like, hey, did you guys know They I say you can hear his laugh from miles away. <laughs> Mads Mickelson as Woodstock and Henry Cavill as um, Glazer. Todd. <laughs> as Glazer and James Franco as Todd. And Dave Franco as another character. <laughs> we have to Dave have Franco. Todd's Dave Franco as Alfredo. <laughs> His name has to be changed to Alfredo. <laughs> Maya Rudolph as the lady who shows her book. <laughs> Maya, Maya Rudolph is the lady who shows her bush. And uh, what's that? What's that female comedian that everybody is not a fan of? Amy uh, Schumer. Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer. Is Whoa, pr- we both nailed it. That was crazy. Anyway. Prostituta. As Amy Schumer as prostituta. <laughs> and James Gandolfini <laughs> as the guy who lets her in. He's gonna be a new character. They're gonna be like, "Hey, James, James Gandolfini's Gandolfini. son." Play James Gallandofini in this movie. He's yeah, the. You also play your dad again. He's the door. He's the doorman of her apartment <laughs> complex before he he lets the murderer into the prostitute's apartment. We only cast white people in this. We need fucking Ice Cube in this movie. Who is Ice Cube? 
No, I want iced tea. <laughs> iced tea is a better yeah. choice. Iced tea sun is an even better choice. Iced tea would definitely do a sequel to this one. <laughs> iced tea is one of the campers. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't even talk about the 10-year-old smoking cigarettes openly in front of the fucking camp counselors. Yeah, because that's Ice T's role. Ice T's the guy that's like, "Get the fuck out of my face." <laughs> I'm Sally motherfucker. I'm 9. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm about that. Also Anyway, so the Todd kills fucking Cropsy. With an axe to the head. Yeah. There's a stabby point, and then there's an axe to the head point, and then it's like, oh, hey, this was a campfire story the whole time. And that's it. That's and the they movie. set Cropsy on fire. And they set Cropsy on fire after they cut his Again. head in <laughs> But they said it was a campfire story, and but then it they was go, real. They never found his body. <laughs> it's like, motherfucker got an axe to the skull and set on fire. He's not alive. <laughs> but that situation was real, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Like, when but they said like it was a real, campfire real. story. Real, real was he was just a, a fucking crazy person who was living in a sewer drain that would be a terrible, terrible pedophile murderer. That's but the he real did, story. He did kill the people at the camp, yeah? In the movie, yeah. Yeah, in the movie, yeah. Okay. All right, I wanted to make sure that I was <laughs> on the same page. I was like, I thought that he was a killer after I had seen the end of the movie. But, yeah, no, I don't think he's a fucking... I don't think he's a poltergeist. If you had to pick one character <laughs> in this movie other than Jason Alexander to be, what character would you want to be? I'll go first. Alfonso. Alfredo? Alfred. <laughs> he's a pervert. Why would you want to be him? He gets to see some titties, and no one else in the movie gets to see titties except one other guy. The other guy, yeah. Easy pick. The, the, Easy pick. Rover. So Todd. you're saying, Josh, that you want to be the prostitute. No, I'll be Todd. Yeah, be Todd. I was going to say, easy yeah. pick, Todd. All right, well, Todd's Second. been taken. Chris, who are you going to take now? I'm picking fucking... Crops. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm picking Woodstock, dude. Woodstock? Okay. <laughs> if yeah. I got to die, I'm going to at least shoot somebody in the ass with a BB gun from long range. <laughs> Second choice, I would be the black guy at the beginning who's like, you won't believe how burned this guy is right now. <laughs> Yeah, we don't even know. We don't even know what happened to that guy. Did he lose he his soul once he got grabbed? Wrist. He got grabbed with the wrist. We don't wrist even know that like, that guy worked at the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he was a janitor the whole time, and that doctor was like, "You know, I really want to know what's going on with this man." <laughs> He's like, "Listen, that man's cooked like a Big Mac. Come here, come here. I got something to show you." I no, got the I really Thousand don't want to see it. And everything. <laughs> I really don't want to see it. Come here, I got something for you. Oh my god! So that's the. All right, let's rate this. That's bitch. the burning, my guys. What is the rating system we're going for here? Garden cheers. We should finger chops. Did we? Do we tell people that this is on YouTube? I think we did, but I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we did. Okay, cool. I just want to make sure because this is a this is a perfect movie. Like, no matter what year you're listening to this episode in, YouTube, my dudes and yes. ladies. We didn't mention that during the raft scene, people's fingers got chopped off, which is why Josh just said finger chops. I said that during Did it. Did you? Okay, well, I wasn't paying yes. attention. I said poor Woodstock got his fingers chopped yeah. off. Yeah. Chicken fingers. Chicken fingers. What else we got? So we got finger chops. We got garden shears. Prostitutas. 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 
All right. How many prostitutes you give this movie? Uh, give it a three point five. I would give it a three point five oh, prostitutes as well. <laughs> Why do you say three point five, Josh? Uh, cause half the movie is not that great. That's fair. <laughs> like, there's no kills. If it was paced well and so many people didn't survive, it would be higher. What about you, Chris? The same issue I have with most horror movies. If this was 50 minutes of nonstop chaos, I would have been all in five stars on this. I'd give it 3.5 because I actually liked the story. I was not a hater on like the summer camp stuff. I really liked it, but they needed to cut it down a little bit. I thought all of the kills looked great. I thought all of like the, the horror elements played really well. The music was so good. We didn't even talk about that, but I thought the music, the score of this movie was so fantastic. Um, but it just was not, I don't know. There were, there were some like missteps um, more so in the pacing and in like, for example, the, the third act when Todd was running up the hill, like if they had taken one shot from every scene of him running up the hill and dodging into the mine, it would have been a lot more of a cohesive shot in general. So like things like that. Um, but all of the practical effects look great. And uh, I, I will agree with Josh. The, the garden clippers, the, the hedge trimmers were not the, the best weapon. Um, maybe in the eighties that was terrifying, but still enjoyed it. So 3.5 for me. I'm going to give it a 4.5 because I really liked the story. I thought the characters, the characters really spoke to me. I know you guys didn't feel that way. Jason Alexander looks exactly like me, and I'd open mouth kiss his character in this movie. <laughs> I loved his character in this movie. I thought that the bad guy was compelling. I thought pretty much everything about this movie was good, except for the second act is pretty fucking slow. But otherwise, I really liked this movie. I thought it was really good. So 4.5 for me, I wouldn't give it the Kakoa Shaw, don't get me wrong. This doesn't deserve that at all. Maybe just a four. Either way, I prefer this movie over like Sleepaway Camp, which came later. I feel like it like I feel like Sleepaway Camp really took a lot from this movie and we're like, let's make this better. And while I do think it might be a slightly better movie, this movie was good because it came before. It's like people who are like, I love heavy metal music, but Black Sabbath's the king. And it's like, really, it's not as nearly as complex as modern metal music. It just is the foundation of what is great now. So that's why I give this four out of five. We'll land on four out of five. Because I thought there was character development, which you don't get a lot in these movies. There was the unique style of these movies. And then on top of that, I liked the bad guy. I liked his weapon. I liked the progression of the story. Four out of five for me. I really liked The Burning. So here we have it. 3.5, 3.5, and 4. Hell yeah. Let us know what you thought of the movie. Reach out to us on our social media accounts. We are on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, everywhere. At H on H Pod. Get some of our great merchandise while you're at it. Visit our Threadless store, hnhpod.threadless.com. Get yourself a t-shirt or a mug or anything. We got lots of stuff on there. Um, we hope you like Summer Camp Month. We're wrapping this up next week with 
Fear Street. What's it called? Fear, Fear Street. Fear Street. 1978. Hope you're excited for that. That was a big hit last summer, and I just missed them. Me too. But Chris said they're good. They are. And if you don't like them, DM me. I got <laughs> words for you. I got a little something to say for you, Alfonso. <laughs> <laughs> He'll put you in your place. <laughs> But yeah, uh, like I said, hope you're liking it, and we will see you next time. But remember, life is what do we say? Life is life. tough. So why? I was going to say life is short. <laughs> life is short, especially if you're facing some garden shoes. So why not get or